Welcome to For the Love of Books, a podcast by Culture at NL Libraries. Welcome everyone back to the Culture NL Libraries podcast. My name is Chris Wilson and I am the e-services librarian for Culture NL. I'm joined today by another two of our librarian team, Gillian Hunt, who is a customer service librarian, and Sarah Summers, uh, one of our librarians as well. And they make up our children's and young people team. Um, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks, Chris. Nice to be here. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> and um, we're, we're, because we have got the children's and young people team here, we thought we would do a children's focused podcast today. So the, the the topic for this one is bedtime reads for sweet dreams. And it's going to have a little bit of a focus about bug week because next week is book bug week. Um, and Jillian, do you want to tell us a little bit more about book bug and the celebration that will be happening next week? Absolutely. So next week, um, 18th of May to the 24th is Book Bug Week, which um, in previous um, years has always been a great sort of coming together for um, all our Book Bug followers and our, our Book Bug parents and children. Um, we always have lots of events in the library and uh, we usually have some big parties and celebrations during Book Bug Week. Obviously, that's not going to be happening. We're going to be transferring a lot of that online. Uh, this year but this year is a special year as well because we're celebrating 10 years of Bookbug. so um it's been running for 10 years bags have been gifted and we've been running Bookbug sessions for 10 years so online we'll be looking at um the best uh, or looking at all this amazing books that have been given out in bags over the last 10 years um, all the wonderful experiences and um, memories that have been created with Bookbug over the last 10 years and people will be asked to do that online um, so look out for um, lots of information if you follow uh, Scottish Book Trust and Bookbug on social media and obviously Culture NL because we'll be having our own uh, celebrations and Sarah and I will be leading them up from, from next Monday. Fantastic. It's going to be a fantastic week ahead, I'm sure. Um, and there'll be lots and lots of stuff getting shared and great experiences from some of the sessions. Um, I, I've got some great memories myself from doing some of the sessions back, back yes. in, uh, mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. I was in some of the, the branches. Um, and uh, I hope uh, the people who came along, I didn't bore them too much with my bad singing at the time. But <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll swear, we won't do any singing in this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Not at all. I think that'd Not be a bad thing. Sure. Um, and um, so I think what we'll do is if, if you guys are for it, we'll, we'll kind of go over a few of our favourite book bug books um, that have been in some of the book bug packs over the years. Um, Gillian, do you want to kind of start off with a few of, of your favourite book bug sure, books? Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, so uh, being probably the oldest book bug veteran in the room, um, I was there right at the start. So um, it was, it was, it's been lovely actually going through all the old um, the lists and looking at the old bags and book, um, remembering all the great stories. The first one I'm going to choose was one of the first, I think well, perhaps the second, it's called The Day Louis Got Eaten by John Fardell. And um, I think his first book, uh, Man for the Baddie, was one of the first primary one uh, pack uh, books but this one the day Louis got eaten it's just beautiful um John Fardell wonderful author and illustrator and um a great a great bedtime read because although it's got monsters in it they're just so wonderfully uh, drawn and quite funny and there's so much to see in the illustrations it's just a beautiful story with an obviously happy ending um so that would be one of my first favorites the second one I'm going to choose 
is um, Luna Loves Library Day. And that is by written by Joseph Coelho and um, illustrated by Fiona Lumbers. And um, it's a beautiful story about a little girl going to the library with her dad and about how her dad makes the books come alive. It's a lovely story. And what's lovely about it is if you're actually reading the books, then there's books within the books. So um, you've got little books, oh, the, the Troll King and the Mermaid Queen. And uh, there's, there's little visuals in it that just are absolutely fantastic. Just a little bit extra, just a really special book to read. And it's a great hugging book, just a nice sitting close and cuddling up and reading that book. And that's one of my, that's one of my new favourites, which is also this one as well, which is a very new book. It's by Carl Newsom and illustrated beautifully by Kate Hindley, and it's called The Same But Different Too. And it's just really lovely. Um, it's just a beautiful, I'm the same as you. We're different, but we're the same. So things like, I am happy, you are too. I can't climb as high as you. I am friendly and you are gruff. I am gentle, but you are rough. And just lots of lovely little rhymes like this with beautiful illustrations. And it's just a lovely... Just a lovely, gentle book, but a, a, a really, I've just, it's been a lovely find for me actually, and I, I'm really pleased to, to, to read this and, and promote it to you today. So that would be my top three I'm giving you. Although it was very hard to choose, it's very hard to choose. That is a very good list of books that, that has Amazing list come of up books. with over the, over the years. Amazing books. Yeah, yeah. Sarah, do you want to throw in any? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would agree with Gillian. It was so hard to choose because there are so many wonderful books. And having done book bug sessions over the last decade as well, you're, there's, things, there's books that I find that I really enjoy doing in sessions that kids particularly enjoy. So for me, my favourite book bug bag book has been um, Monkey and Me. So Monkey and Me is by Emily Gravitt. Um, and it's just a really lovely story about going to the zoo to see different animals. And the illustrations are wonderful in the book because they kind of give you a taster of which animal's going to come next for the positions that she's hanging in. You know, you've got a bat coming, she's upside down and things. And it's a really lovely rhyming story, which you can read to younger children, emphasising the rhyming. And for older children, you can bring it alive with them by asking them to act out the animals in the story, which is just a really fun way of, of, of using the book um, to engage children. Um, another book I love is Wanted Ralphie Rabbit, the Book Burglar. So perhaps it's just me as a librarian, but I love this idea that you've got a rabbit breaking into kids' houses and stealing books because he loves reading so much. Because <laughs> he doesn't know that we have libraries and that that's where you can go and just satisfy your, your reading appetite. So he finds that out and it's just a really, really funny, funny book. And I've got this great idea of you know, post-lockdown, we go into the library and we have a class visit and we make lots of little I love books t-shirts like Ralphie wears in the books and you've just got lots of children all loving books and wearing wearing this on their t-shirts, which would be fab. And a third choice is a new favourite of mine. Um, recently we had uh, Meg McLaren um, out in North Lancashire Libraries um, talking to us about her book called The Station Mouse. And it was just really good about how Sometimes if you if you life by certain rules, you're missing out on all these opportunities for people to get to know you and and just about being brave and trying new things. Um, and it's just so beautiful. And she's the author and the illustrator, which I always love. Um, and absolutely magic. Fantastic. Well, I, Thanks I've, Sarah and I, sorry, um, yeah. just before, it's just, you've, you've probably yourself as well. It's just so... Um, 
we were saying it's so difficult to choose a book because they, we were talking about how the books are chosen for the bags and they are, there's so much thought put into them. And we've both, um, well, um, you know, we've been involved in the process of helping to choose the books. We know there's a lot of thought and care goes into them. So they are just great. They all are always great books that go in the bag. So it's so hard to choose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our, I, our children are so lucky that obviously yeah. in Scotland, they get these books. And so the books are present, which is so important. Fantastic. Um, um, I, I, I was looking through the list um, earlier uh, t- today and, and yesterday to try and kind of come up with a few that um, were in some of the book bug packs that that my my son has at the moment, um, and and I discovered a few that 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 are some some which some of which are are, are my absolute favourite picture books. Um, anyway, um, one of which is Lost and Lost and Found by Oliver Jeffers, um, mm-hmm. which. I absolutely love Oliver Jeffers' books, absolutely every single one of them. Um, but Lost and Found is definitely up there as one of the, the great ones. Um, basically, the storyline goes that the boy finds a penguin turn up on his doorstep. He looks a little bit sad and he thinks he's lost. Um, and he tries to help him and tries to kind of take him back to where he should be. And this, the story progresses from there and... The boy makes a, a a big discovery at the end. I won't put any spoilers in there to kind of ruin it for anyone, uh, but uh, and it's the the artwork in, in the in this in the book and and in the other boy books that Oliver Jeffers does is fantastic. I'm 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 just a huge kind of fan of Oliver Jeffers in general and and his artwork and things like that. So it's a fantastic book. Uh, one of the other ones that um, I have enjoyed recently. Um, with my son is one called Wow Said the Owl by Tim Hopgood, I think is how you pronounce oh, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a fantastic book. Um, it goes through, uh, it's, a, it's described on the front cover as a book about colours and that's exactly what it is. And it goes through and the owl um, stays up during the night to kind of, so that it's, it's a, it stays up during the day, sorry, um, to experience the colours of daytime and and discovers all the kind of wonderful colours that that she the the owl hasn't seen because it's a nocturnal light uh, animal usually, and and it's it's a great kind of seeing all the vivid colours all the way through the book and and uh, and getting getting to kind of try and point them out to your child as you're kind of going through the book and kind of getting them taking the learn the colours as as you go through the story and things like that. It's a fantastic little book as well. My final one is Ten Little Pirates by Mike Brownlow, um, which is another fantastic one. Um, the 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 books uh, is part of the kind of series of books. There's quite a few of them now, um, and um, uh, in there that kind of it's a, it's a kind of lovely kind of adventure story of pirates as they kind of slowly but surely get whittled down to from ten to one as they go through and 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 like Joey said earlier. There's always a happy ending at the end, so so it's got a good ending to the end. So that's another one, and it's a great book to try and kind of help kids kind of learn with counting and things like that as well. So so, um, like we're saying, it, it, there is there is a lot of thought being put into um some some of the books that have been picked for book bug packs in the past, and and it, and it, they are kind of aimed at kind of helping with learning colours and and learning numbers and and kind of nice experiences and things like that sort of stuff. So Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, there's, there's a whole yeah. team of people who are invited. So we have librarians, you have teachers, nursery teachers, you have speech language therapists, you know, so there's 
always a great you know discussion about the books that are to be put in and um, I think it shows I think it shows because not only do they have new books in but they reintroduce classics as well like Very Hungry Caterpillar or things like that to new audiences so yeah, as you say, it's a really, always really strong selections. And what we do, obviously, yeah. um, in the library, obviously the, the bags are to be used at home to help with bonding with parents and their children. But for us in libraries, we use them um, as an opportunity to kind of bring our libraries alive, uh, bring the bring our libraries alive with the stories that are featured. So, for example, um, things that we do with the the books Daddy Hungry Caterpillar and Lost and Found, we've both featured in our cine mini session which allows us to bring cinema into the ideas and help kids engage with the stories um, in that way. Yeah, it kind of just brings them a, a kind of different aspect to the stories and kind of... Absolutely, different, different way of storytelling, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so other than Bug books, do we have any other kind of just favourite picture books that we absolutely adore that we want to give a kind of little mention to? Um, Joy, certainly do. Have you got any you want to throw in there? Yeah. I mean, again, it's like, where do you start? Where do you choose? You've come to the wrong people to ask them to narrow down your choice. If I had to pick two, um, I would pick one, which is actually another, I think it was in the book bug bags as well. It's called Owl Babies by Martin Waddell and um, illustrated by Patrick Benson. And I think this probably came out about 2000 or earlier, um, but it was in a later bag. And it's just a beautiful story of three little baby owls called Sarah, Percy and Bill. And their mum goes away um, to hunt for food in the night and what they're doing and how much they're worried about her before she comes back. They're worried that, you know, she'll get lost and she won't find her way back or that a fox has got her and she'll not come back. So there's all that little danger element. And for fans of Suzanne Zedek, it's a very much a saber-toothed tiger and teddy bears book because you're really worried there's that element of danger, but that at the end, mum comes back and everything's okay and she brings back food and she, you know, all the, the babies are fine. So it's a beautiful book, Owl Babies. Really, it's been always a really a favourite of mine for a long time. Um, my other one would be Some Dogs Do, which is written and illustrated by the wonderful Jez Albra. And it's about a story of a little dog who discovers one day that he can fly, and um, but no one believes him. And it's a tale where he's really trying to believe in and everyone scoffs at him. And, um, and I won't, it's a bit of a spoiler at the end, I won't give it away, but it's a really fantastic, beautiful rhyming story. And the illustrations are just perfect. And it's, again, it's been one of my favourite books for a long time. And it, I never tire of it at all. So... That would be my other top two recommendations. Fantastic. Sarah, do you have any others? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, loads. So I'm going to go for Gillian and keep it to two, but technically the two is actually four, but they're linked. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I was gonna, I'm a massive Oliver Jeffers fan as well. Um, love the day the cranes quit. Um, every child that I know has been gifted this book and the follow-up the day um, the cranes came home. So... For anyone that hasn't read that book, it's absolutely hilarious. It's, it's about a boy called Duncan um, and his, his crane box rebel, and they all send him letters about various reasons why they're not happy with him. Um, linked to that, that the, the Daily Cranes Quit, um, it's by Oliver Jeffers, and the text is by Drew Daybolt. And Drew has written a new book called um, The Legend of Rock, Paper, Scissors, um, which is very much about the game Rock, Paper, Scissors, but as if they're they're having an epic fight battle. They're all looking for um, a worthy competitor to, to test them, which is a great um, book to do with kids because then you can introduce them to the game of Rock, Paper, Scissors, and it becomes a fun interactive element. Um, and then another one that I would say would be Nibbles the Book Monster, 
which is all about a, a monster nibbling his way through the book and the pages are all nibbled out um, and you can kind of make your the children believe that this monster is going to come out of the book and it's just really really funny um likewise that there are no cats in this book by Vivian Schwartz it's all about um some cats trying to come out of the book and come into your home um which is just so lovely because getting children to buy into that, that this book is actually coming alive it's a um it's an animate object it's just wonderful I didn't know that the 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 author of the the Recreations Quit has got a new book coming out. That's very exciting oh, news for me because I also love those. A year or two years ago. Um, oh, has it been out for a yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I must have missed that one. It's got a tenacious D vibe. I totally recommend it. I've sent it to lots of children and they've all loved it. As well. It's so funny. <laughs> I will definitely have to look that one up myself because, like I say, that is also one of my favourite books as well. Um, I had a, few, a couple that I was going to put in as well. Kind of similar to, again, to, to one, the one you were just talking about there, Sarah. I, I'm, I was going to put in uh, There's a Monster in Your Book by Tom Fletcher. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love this book because it is, there's so much interaction that you can get out of it with kids. Um, it goes through and tells you to do things like kind of tickle their, the, the monster's feet on the page and things like that and twirl the book round mm-hmm. and stuff and and it, there's just so much fun, and every every time I've done that with a kind of story time type thing or at home with my son, there's always lots of fun, lots of interaction, and and kids seem to love them. And again, there's a kind of wee series of them as well. There's a monster in your book, there's an alien in your book, and there's a dragon in your book. I think so, the other one, um, and a special Christmas one for Elf as well. So. Um, the other one I wanted to give a wee mention to was The Worrysaurus by Rachel Bright. Um, I absolutely adore the Rachel Bright books. Um, and um, and this is the, I think it, this is our newest one. Um, and, it's, and it's just got a lovely little story about a, a dinosaur who has experienced a few kind of anxieties throughout the story, a few worries and um, and, and how the, the, the dinosaur kind of, deals with them as the story progresses and it's a and it's and the great thing about a lot of the Rachel Bright books is that they do have lovely meanings behind the stories and and it, and they are kind of things that kids will maybe have a few concerns about and she deals with them in such wonderful ways and it's it's, it's really really nice and the illustrations in them are beautiful too so they're definitely kind of worth, worth a look um, as well so um I think that's what's covered yeah, picture books quite well. Do we have any kind of recommendations or anything like that for kind of older kids or tips for kind of getting old, a few older older kids kind of reading and things like that sort of stuff before before we kind of wrap up? Yeah, I mean, we were again we were discussing this before we were talking about it, and that's sort of a you know obviously as your children get older and they have their own tastes, you know, it sometimes gets a little bit easier, you know, although they want to read something that you're maybe not interested in as well. <laughs> so that's a bit diff- that's a bit difficult. But again, again, it's just about sharing your love of books. And we we're talking about what bedtime stories are. Obviously, for younger kids, it's a way of calming them down. It's a way of you know setting a routine. Um, and you perhaps the books you would use, you know, are talking about that routine about going to bed and sleeping and things. But for older children, it can be seen as you know a sort of like you know, as a reward, you know, if you get to bed, if you have your toothbrush and stuff, we can get an extra chapter of something. You've been great today. Let's, you know, have a lovely, a lovely bedtime read. So as your child gets older, um, um, it's it's just about sharing books. And it's, it's very hard to pick that because then it's very personal between you, between you and your child, what you want to read. Yeah. We, we did talk about um, 
the classics, didn't we, Sarah? When we were discussing this about, you know, um, the classic books, and I was sort of talking about my favourites would be, um, which I read to my children would be like Charlotte's Web, um, which was a favourite of mine when I was a child, and I sort of forced it on my ch- children. Luckily, they liked it as well. And really, mm-hmm. even old classics like The Magic Faraway Tree, which has made quite a comeback, those little magical tales. Um, and they, they've been a, a favourite in their family as well. So, um, things like that. Did you get anything? Any other classics you wanted to talk about? Well, yeah, about? I would I would say that um, I've always found older children, um, for both avid readers and reluctant readers, it's always good as a starting point to use something like, a, like they have a hobby or an interest. And obviously for every child, that's different. But it's good to have that starting point. So for me, when I've been uh, reading to children, I've found that um, I'll, I'll pick that something like, say, for example, um, a cat daft niece. Um, and she's trying to move on from picture books and she's now a little bit older so we would find chapter books featuring cats and there are so many out there and sometimes you know they might just think that it's just one thing they're interested in but through the book could be a cat in space it could be um, a cat that goes to sports day and then through that they find they're interested in more than just cats they're interested in space they're interested in, in sports and then you can use that um, to help them transition onto onto a whole range of, of other books. Yeah that's, it's definitely a great a great thing to kind of mention that, that you can kind of pick up other other interests through kind of reading one one book it kind of can lead to other things as well. Um, it's it's and, and it can be quite a kind of an, a, a sort of uh, like they say a personal thing to try and kind of find what what you want to read. So um, it's it can be quite quite a difficult one to kind of get a, a start on, but. Uh, once you kind of do find that interest, there are, there, you, you you can find lots and lots of books on, on various topics that are all kind of aimed at, at sort of that that age range to kind of kind of keep you reading and keep you going. Yeah, I think some parents as well maybe find it. You know, once you're starting to get into longer books, it's a bit daunting to be reading. Um, and there's there's quite a lot of really nice books around just now to sort of introduce different types of stories to sort of find your favourite. And there's one that's a new book that's come out called Read to Your Toddler Every Day. It's written by Lucy Brownridge and um, illustrated beautifully by Chloe Giordano. And it's just like little folk tales for toddlers, beautiful text and um, just really simple, but just sort of introduces you to just new stories um, and sort of longer stories. Um, and just in a beautiful way and just a really simple way. The, the stories are only like two or three pages long, but just got a lot of really simple, nice folk tales and just really good storytelling. The other one um, that I've picked up is actually, it's for parents and it's called A Little Aloud for Children. Um, it's an anthology of poems and stories to share aloud. And it's almost like a little tasting um, selection of classic and great stories and poems. Um, so if you weren't sure what, you know, you're not sure what book to start with, you could just start with, you know, with using a chapter or two of these books. There's some really old classics like Ventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain, going up to Double Act with Jacqueline Wilson and um, The Silver Swan by Michael Murpurgle. So it's a lovely little, um, just so you could dip into books. And if you like them, then you and your child can pick up and read the actual book as well. Just if you're thinking about what, you know, longer chapter books to read with your child. We were also yeah. saying as well that, there are so many brilliant adaptations out just now. Um, things like on Netflix, the series of unfortunate events, um, it's a great way of just kind of introducing your ch- your children to a story and then going on from there to read the books or doing it the other way, um, knowing that there's brilliant summer movie releases. Um, 
such as Artemis Fowl, you know, reading the book in advance and then going through the film later on together and discussing it yourself. Is that how you imagined it in your head if you were reading it and things? Yeah, yeah. There's there's many different avenues into into kind of how to access a, a story and get a story a, a child really interested in it and 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 it's kind of getting creative how as to how you can go about that and do that. I think so. So just as an add-on to that, we uh, we talked about, and there was another one I'd like to add as well, was um, Letter for the King, which is currently, or Letter from the King, which is currently on Netflix as well, which is a fantastic adventure story. It's a translation by the Dutch author Tongi Dracht, and it's for older children, maybe like 10 to 12. If your child still wants to sleep, you'd still enjoy reading to them. It's a wonderful story. It's just epic adventure. It's about a young squire sent on a perilous mission across three fantasy kingdoms. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful story. Um, It's currently on Netflix as well. And if if I could just squeeze one more in as well. (laughs) It's such a great book just now. And again, it's about like, you know, engaging with your child. It's called High Rise Mystery by Sharna Jackson. It came out at the end of 2018. It's a wonderful crime novel set in London with two sisters, Nick and Norva, investigating a murder in their flat, their block of flats. And it is just wonderful. It's written like a sort of crime noir for kids. It's just wonderful. And it was written, the, the publishers, Nights Of, um, are sort of like meeting a need where, um, in a, a recent study, it was like 1% of books published in the UK include um, a, a character of black or ethnic minority. So it's just addressing that. So these two girls are just amazing, uh, you know, characters, lead characters, they're so bright. They're like, I think it's supposed to be about 12. And they're just, it's just a wonderful story. You're totally hooked. It's Kids will be climbing, clambering into bed to be read this story. It is just that, fantastic. So and that it was obviously um, nominated for an award. So that's another good um, thing for parents. For yeah. parents, if you're not quite sure, you know, what what to look for for your children, look at look at the books that are nominated for, uh, like in the award season um, for, for various children's book um, award schemes. There's just there's so many good choices there. Um, the great part of the high rise industry being a great example of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And well. I think we've kind of sort of ran through all the various things that we're going to chat about um, quite quite well, and, and hopefully we've got some great recommendations here. The one one last kind of thing that I was going to say about another way of getting kind of maybe sort of reluctant readers to kind of get involved is is through our BorrowBox service as well. Um, e audiobooks are available on there, and ebooks as well, and and just that use of technology is is kind of can be kind of a good way of trying to kind of convince sort of sort of older kids that. Reading is isn't quite uh, the boring dull thing that some of them might think it is, and and they can kind of use their iPad or or their their phone or or something like that to kind of access them and read them and, or listen to them, um and and we do have a, a growing collection of kids books uh, available on our service there as well, so that's definitely worth kind of checking out as well. And if you do want to kind of find out a little bit more about our BorrowBox service, you can do it by looking up our website at www.culturenet.co.uk um, and go to the e-library section in there and you'll find all you need to know about getting set up and things as well. So um, I, I think that's kind of us kind of coming to the end of our podcast now. So uh, I'd just like to say a big thank you to Jillian and Sarah for joining me today um, to discuss some fantastic children's books. Um, I think it kind of came across that we are all big lovers of picture books, I would think it would definitely to say. And 
and I, and I know for definite that when it comes to kind of reading to to my wee boy, that sometimes I pick the books simply because I want to read them, but not and not because they're his favourites. Because that's allowed. That, that's, that's okay. That's allowed. I think that's definitely allowed uh, because because <laughs> some of them are they may be picture books, but they are definitely some of the best stories that are out there for us to read. So. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening to our podcast today and uh, do watch out for future episodes coming soon as well um, and also get involved with our Book Bug Week activities next week and um, enjoy yourself and of course read some great picture books at the same time. So thank you guys and bye for now. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>